Welcome to the While You Are Single podcast. O.J. Tokes' new, revised, and updated book, While You Are Single, A Guide to Finding and Keeping the Right Mate for Your Life, is now available. For more details about the book, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. Meanwhile, enjoy the podcast. Here is O.J. Tokes. So, how she was feeling which again may mean she went through a terrible experience or somebody she knows went through a terrible experience and she was projecting that onto me. But the point I'm trying to make is that sometimes something is said but something else is heard and it's influenced by how the person is feeling based on their experiences. Let me give you another example of of missed communication. If you do something, and I did this to you, what am I saying? Thank you. Good job. Well, I want to encourage you guys, unless you know the person, if this person happens to be from some parts of the Middle East, or parts of Greece, or some parts of Italy, and you know them well, I will not encourage you to do this to them. Because this to them is like using the F word. So here we are with our mindsets doing this. (laughs) Meaning, good job. And they're coming with their mindset, how they think, which is based on what's influencing them, their European or Middle Eastern mindset, are like, this guy just flipped me off. How many of you have done this or know what this is? Okay, right? Okay. Well, if you know somebody from Brazil or Germany, make sure you really, really know them and they know what you're saying Because doing this to them means the other name for a donkey and the hole that goes with it. It means the other name for a donkey and the hole that goes with it. So here you are again. You mean, well, hey, they do something and and they get into a fight. You're like, what happened? Because you're thinking of it from your perspective because we don't say things as they are. We say things as we are. So we have two different people with two different mindsets and there's a clash. If somebody came up to me, if any of you guys say, hey, Tokes, how many... uh, Cans of Coke, would you like? And I do this. What am I saying? Two, okay? If I see one of my boys, I'm like, hey, what's up, uh, James? How you doing? What's that? Peace, okay. Thank you. But before you do that with someone from Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, or the UK, make sure you don't do this, rather do this. Don't do this, do this. Because doing this is like giving them the middle finger. 
But you know what? That's a picture of what happens a lot in communication. You are coming with peace. I need to. They're coming with, they just flipped me off. They cursed me out. So with this in mind, how then can we bridge the cap? How then can we ensure that when I'm communicating with somebody, we are on the same page? Like somebody said earlier, you have to look at things from their side. You have to look at things from their perspective. Diane, could you please put that picture up? I think it's of a man and a woman. Voila. From the woman's perspective, that's a number six. From the man's perspective, that's a number nine. Unfortunately, a lot of divorces happen. A lot of relationships break up. A lot of relationships don't even start because the woman insists it's six, the man insists it's nine. So the question is, how do I know that it's a six? What does the man have to do? He's going to have to go to her side and see it from her perspective. How does the woman know that it's a nine? She has to go to his side and see it from his perspective. Some of you probably know who Stephen Covey is. He wrote the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. What he describes as the fourth habit is seek first to understand and then be understood. Seek first to understand and then be understood. In other words, try to understand somebody else first. Then when they feel like you've heard them, then they will be willing to understand you. I always like to say it. Sometimes we don't get it until we're in it. Sometimes we don't get where someone else is coming from until we we experience or, or, or walk a mile in their shoes. Effective communication is when you come to the other person's side. doesn't mean you agree with them, but at least you're willing to say, okay, let me see what you're saying. Come from that perspective. What are you trying to convey? You go to their side and you now see what they're saying and they'll be willing to come to your side and see what you're saying. Sometimes it's not about the number in the middle. It's about the man and the woman being side to side. That is what it's all about. It's about being in agreement. Seeing things from the other person's perspective. That's what Jesus did for us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God wanted to get us to him. But first, he came to our side in the form of his son. He put on humanity. He just, he put on humanity. He came to our side. Went through, through everything we go through and then some. Took up our sins. He, he wore, he took every single sin. He put on himself. He more than empathized with us to communicate with us, to express his love for us along the same lines, especially for those of us that want to get married and even for those that may not be interested in that, but you just want to get along with a co-worker or someone who's a member of the opposite sex. Sometimes you just need to slow down and look at things from their side. 
guys, dog women out, women dog guys out, and a lot of individuals with that mindset, they don't really move forward or succeed in relationships because they think the guy is the problem and the guy thinks the lady is the problem. The guy complains about man bashing. The ladies complain about not feeling equal or respected in any way. How about we stop the rhetoric and just hold hands and come to the side of the person and see where they're coming from? Let's be slow to speak, swift to listen, and see things from the perspective of the other person. In Luke 8, 18, this was after Jesus gave the parable of the sword. Jesus said, take heed how you hear. Take heed how you hear. And he went on to say, those that hear my words and uh, receive my teachings, more understanding will be given unto them. But for those who do not hear my teachings, even what they think they know will be taken away from them. But the point I'm trying to emphasize is the fact that Jesus said, Take heed how you hear because it makes all the difference. Because how we hear is influenced, or what we hear is influenced by how we hear, and how we hear is influenced by how we are. So with all the different interpretations of that number out there, some say it's nine, some say six, some say it's up, some say it's down. How do we get to a point where we are in agreement with what's going on? We need a standard. We need something that is universal, something that we can agree on. That's where God's word comes into the picture. God's word. Let the word of God define our decision making. Let it define our interactions. But a lot of times, the God's word is not the center of our decision making. It's culture. It's uh, what is popular, it's what's trending, it's what's on social media, it's what, you know, people are saying, but what can you, can you look at, what does the word say about the situation here? Especially when it comes to relationships. So many mixed signals. Why can't no be no and yes be yes? A guy approaches a lady, says, hey, would you like to go out? She says no, and she means no. But the guy has watched so many chick flicks, watched so many, read so many romantic books, heard some from ladies and guys and everything like that, that, you know, when she says no, she doesn't mean no. She's just saying, I want you to work harder, work harder for me. So this guy, the lady says no, he's thinking, okay, she really wants me to step up my game and really prove that I really love her and, and prove that I really want her and, and, he goes through all of that, and she's like putting a restraining order on him. And he's like confused. Like, what happened? There's another guy, he approaches a lady. He says, hey, how you doing? You know, would you like to go out or something like that? She says no, but she, she means she, she actually likes the guy. So the guy says, okay, he leaves. <laughs> And she's mad about it. He leaves and he moves on, gets married to somebody else. She's mad. She's upset. She's irate. Oh, he's a creep. He didn't really care about me. He was fake. He wasn't interested. 
there's 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 a a, a a lady. A guy walks up to her, and he's like, you know, nice shoes, you know, nice shoes, and nice shoes meant nice shoes, nothing more to that. And she thought he was in love with her, and he wanted to marry her, and when that didn't happen, she was upset. A guy goes up to a lady, says nice shoes, nice shoes man, nice shoes, well nice shoes man, I want to take you out, I want to get to know you better, I want to marry you, and she only took it as nice shoes. It's so confusing! We need something. And I think Matthew 5.37 helps us out. And Jesus said, all you need to simply say is yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. Some other translations just say, let your yes be yes. Or your no be no. I've been begging my single friends for the past few years. Let your yes be yes. And your no be no. We may not be able to tell the world what to do. But us as believers. Our Lord Jesus Christ. Our standard of communication and everything else. Is simply saying. Let your yes be yes. And your no be no. Now, the context of this conversation dealt with swearing. Some people were swearing in the earth and swearing here and swearing, oh, I swear this is going to happen. I swear I'm going to do that. Jesus was like, don't do none of that. Simply say yes or no. Thank God that my wife had that mindset when I asked her out. In fact, she didn't even say yes. She said sure. She didn't say sure because she was sure. It just what popped out of her mouth, which goes back to what was already in her heart. You see, what you hear is determined by how you hear and how you hear is determined by how you are. And if you're an individual that has been enveloped by the spirit of God, you don't just have him in you. He is actually leading you. You're letting him lead you. You've allowed God to create in you a clean heart. So what you hear is exactly what you need to hear, what is being said. There was no uh, uh, mixed signals about it. It was clear what you heard, and she responded in kind. And I'm very grateful for that. But having said all of this, the truth of the matter is, even though we know that communication breakdowns exist with Maybe no communication or maybe a lack of communication or maybe miscommunication. Something is said, something else is heard. Or even though we know that people, what they hear is influenced by how they are. Even though we, even though we know all these things, you are still going to have some kind of communication breakdown. You're going to be in a situation where you don't have time to remember everything I talked about tonight. You don't have time to go into the world. You don't have time. You're just in a situation where you just, you blow up and a miscommunication happens. What do you do to resolve the situation? That's the million dollar question. And I want to offer three things, starting with Ephesians 4, 31, verse 32. 
And I'm going to read it. Ephesians 4, 31, 32. You never go wrong in communicating this. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, forgiving one another, be tenderhearted, just like God through Christ has forgiven you. Let's forgive each other and just move forward. Let's not get into arguments and stuff like that. Let's just forgive each other and move forward. A few weeks back, my wife and I, we went to church. And it's funny how sometimes miscommunication or disagreements happen when you're going to church. Either when you're going to church, when you're in church, or when you live in church. The devil is a liar. <laughs> so we just went to church. Great service. We left church and we were going, she was going to get me something for lunch. I was going to get myself some lunch. Okay, it was the early morning service, so it was like 10 o'clock-ish. So I was going to get something for lunch, and she was going to stop by Kroger's to get coffee. Okay? So Kroger's and Payway, they were in the same complex. So I was going to Payway to get myself lunch, and she was going to Kroger's to get coffee. Payway just kind of opened. So... I've known my wife for at least seven or eight years, and I should have enough sense to know that if she's going to Kroger's, the Starbucks near Kroger's, to get coffee, that based on my experiences with her, maybe 90% or more, just getting coffee doesn't mean just getting coffee. It's going to be a few other things. But for, for whatever reason, that particular day, I decided to let my guard down, okay? Nevertheless, in my head, she was going to get coffee. I was going to go to payway. And I felt like my going to payway and coming back is going to take about 20 minutes or so, 15, 20 minutes. So I figured that's enough time for her to get coffee and whatever else she wants to do. Okay. So I went to payway, got my lunch. I was driving back toward the entrance of Kroger's and I was expecting her to be eagerly waiting for me to pick her up and we go home. Well, she wasn't there. So I was disappointed. So that means I had to drive. I didn't want to park, you know. I, that means I because the cars are coming. So I had to go back. So I called her up and said, hey, I thought you'd be out. She says, no, I'm sorry. I'm coming. Okay. I said, okay, I'm going to come around again. So I'm coming to me meant she's going to be out there. So I drove around and I came again and she wasn't there. Now I lost it. And I called her up and I said, I thought you were supposed to be out. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I just kept going on. I, before that happened, I was telling the, the, the rational side of me, the side of me that knows all this stuff I've been telling you uh, all day was saying, Tok, calm down. Do not this this can, this thing can escalate. Just 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 calm down. I was like, oh, no, today. <laughs> I'm going to say what I got to say. I was like, you're supposed to be out. You said you were going to be out. Why, you know, why are you not here now? And stuff like that, you know. So she was apologizing, but I kept talking. 
Then there was a pause. There was a pause. At least I thought there was a pause. She told me it wasn't a pause. She told me she hung up. That's what happened. (laughs) So I called her again. I said, and she said, if you keep yelling at me, I'm going to take the bus. That threw me off. Take the bus? In my head, I was like, she's I just calmed down, but I was like, she's going to take the bus? I need to get me a Coke and some popcorn and see this happen. She's going to take the bus? It threw me off. I wasn't expecting that. I, I thought she was just going to just, you know, take it, apologize, and we go on. But she, she said, I keep yelling. Now, I, I lost my cool. My voice was up. You know how I speak and my levels go up when I'm passionate about what I'm talking about? It's one of those. It wasn't like I was trying to yell at her. But from her perspective, I was yelling. So whatever I said went out one ear, if it even got in, and out the other. So I just calmed down. I said, I'm just coming to pick you up, you know? So as I drove back, the rational side of me was like, okay, you know you're going to apologize now, so just get ready right now. Just Because that's, that's the, what I needed to do. I needed to apologize. I was like, oh, Lord, okay. I don't know if you guys ever felt this, especially if you're letting the Spirit of God lead you. You are in the middle of an argument, and you already know you need to apologize. You, you, you already know that. So it was one of those. So I was like, oh, Lord, okay, no problem, no problem. Just need to pick the right time, you know, how I'm going to do this and stuff like that. So I came around, and, you know, she came out, and, you know, I could tell by her face, obviously. I didn't need her expression to let me know that, you know, um, I upset her. And, you know, she put all the stuff in the car. And she got in the car, and the first thing that came out of her mouth was, I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, she beat me to the punch again. She said, I'm sorry. Not because, you know, she felt like saying she was sorry or because she was wrong or anything like that, but because that just just came out of her heart, you know. And I parked the car, then I apologized as well, told her I was sorry, asked her to forgive me. And we talked about it a little bit, and then we began to go home, and maybe like two, three, four, five minutes later, we just started cracking jokes like nothing ever happened, you know? What I'm trying to say is, you know, sometimes you may not have all the answers and all the, understand all the nuances of communication, but communicating remorse, communicating that you're sorry, it's the most effective communication. You may not have all the fancy words, but if you say these three words, I am sorry, please forgive me, it's my fault, it will go further than anything else you can come up with. So I want to encourage you, whether it's with a coworker, a family member, a friend, or you think you're in the right, be quick to listen. Slow to speak, slow to get angry, come to their side and say, I'm sorry. Amen? Okay. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope you are informed, inspired, and impacted. 
you'd like to learn more about O.J. Tokes, his books, blog, music, and his monthly ministry for singles, please visit whileyouaresingle.org. That is whileyouaresingle.org. If you've been blessed by the podcast, we encourage you to please share it with your friends. Until next week's podcast, take care and stay blessed.